over the years of teaching, at times people have asked me and uh, sometimes with some concern or curiosity or just kind of a bare questioning asked about bowing. In the Buddhist tradition, in all of the Buddhist traditions, all the different lineages, there's a fair amount of bowing that goes on. People have said, why do we bow? What are we bowing to? What are we bowing for? Who are we bowing to? This morning I'd like to offer you a reflection about bowing. And this is from the writer and naturalist Barry Lopez from his book called Arctic Dreams. Glaucious gulls fly over. In the shore, in the shore lead are phalaropes with their twig-like legs. In the distance I can see flocks of old squaw against the sky and a few cormorants. A patch of shadow that could be several thousand crested auklets too far away to know. Out there are whales I have seen, six or eight gray whales as I walk this evening. And the pale, and the ice pale as the dove-colored sky. The wind raises the surface of the water, wake of a seal in the shore lead, gone now. I bowed. I bowed to what knows no deliberating legislature or parliament. No religion, no competing theories of economics. An expression of allegiance with the mystery of life. I looked out over the Bering Sea and brought my hands folded to the breast of my parka and bowed from the waist deeply towards the north that great strait filled with life, the ice and the water. I held the bow to the pale sulfur sky at the north rim of the earth. I held the bow until my back ached and my mind was emptied of its categories and designs, its plans and speculations. I bowed before the simple evidence of the moment in my life in a tangible place on the earth that was beautiful. When I stood, I thought I glimpsed my own desire. The landscape and the animals were like something found at the end of a dream. The edges of the real landscape became one with the edges of something I had dreamed. But what I had dreamed was only a pattern 
some beautiful pattern of light. The continuous work of the imagination, I thought, to bring what is actual together with what is dreamed is an expression of human evolution. The conscious desire is to achieve a state even momentarily that, like light, is unbounded, nurturing, suffused with wisdom and creation, a state in which one has absorbed that very darkness which before was the perpetual sign of defeat. Whatever world that is, it lies far ahead, but its outline, its intimation, is clear in the landscape. And upon this, one can actually hope we will find our way. I bowed again deeply toward the north and turned south to retrace my steps over the dark cobbles to the home where I was staying. I was full of appreciation for all that I had seen. <laughs>